here with Jess today. We had a lovely little shoot at Leet Street and it went well. We had some great shots. Um, so the purpose of this is just to get to know you and also something you want to share to the world. That makes it scary. I'm just going to go with what I want to share with you. Well, what you want to share with me because you're talking to me, I guess. So I know you as someone who is super positive, super supportive, kind um, and attentive to, to, to things that I do. Um, I think it's nice to get somebody to support the stuff you're doing. But do you see yourself the same way I see you? That's a good question. Um, it's funny you say that because I, I don't see myself as being a very positive person. And I think it's something I really struggle with because I feel like the outside version of me that people see is one where I think I have to be happy. I think in terms of being supportive, that's something genuine, like that comes from my heart. And I only show you my support because I genuinely support the things that you do and I think it's great. Um, I connect with the stuff that you do. Sometimes it's just it just makes me laugh <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> um, and sometimes I get that like you have a deeper meaning behind the things that you do and I, I really connect with that. Um, but in terms of being positive, I don't feel that way at all. That's what makes me so surprised. Generally, you and your brother, a shout out to Dove on this podcast, <laughs> um, but you and your brother both are one of the most supportive groups of people that I've ever met. So when you say you're not positive, that is so strange to me. Just talking to you is just, like you said, you are supporting everything I'm doing and thank you for that. I've always just seen that positive side. I've never seen the, the, the breakdown. I mean, I have recently, but I've never seen the times where I'm like, well, maybe she doesn't see herself the way she, or I see her, you know? Um, why do you think that is? Why do you think you don't see yourself that way? I think it's because I always felt like I had to keep up like a facade. And I think I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So what I put out to the world has to look like it's all happy and sunshine and daisies and that kind of thing. But inside, I think I take a lot of my pain out on myself. Um, I'm really self-critical. And everything that I do, like every conversation that I have with anyone, it's like I'm just asking myself questions constantly. Like, why did you say that? Like, did you sound like you were being rude? Did you say enough pleases and thank yous? And it's tiring, it's exhausting. It's, it's not as it's not as uncommon as you think I do this mistake of having almost an interview off air <laughs> and we discuss we everything um, but yeah it's not that uncommon I I mean you said today I, I missed one of your messages and I was like constantly saying sorry and you were like why is he doing this you know it, it we have expectations that we have of other people as well as ourselves from other people and um, sometimes you want to keep up with that you know you want we've been raised a certain way you've been surrounded by a certain environment and then you're like i need to fit that i need to make sure i'm, I'm, I'm the ideal that someone wants me to be yeah. 
but we don't show the bits where you know what it's not it's not the way it is it's not the way it's been if there's one thing you could pinpoint in your past that has made you the way you are today what would that be I wish it was something positive but I guess it explains why I really struggle with being positive or at least towards myself um, so I suffer from PTSD which is post-traumatic stress disorder um, and it's because of my childhood so when I was very young um, I was sexually abused and I, I completely get that lots of people do have that feeling of wanting to put put out this perfect picture of themselves to the world and it does bring me some comfort that you can relate to that but most of the time I just feel so isolated because the way that my childhood made me feel is just so unworthy I was completely objectified I I wasn't treated like a human being and I had no power, I was completely vulnerable and taken advantage of. Sorry, and thank you for sharing that. Those feelings and those, how, how did they continue to affect you after the incidents, after the, the, the horrible time that you spent? Mm -hmm. I think as a child, I was completely in denial. Um, and it helps because it means that you can kind of just get on with things. Um, well, at least that's what you think in your mind. So you think, oh, I'm just gonna go and play. Like, um, I think my body sometimes didn't agree with that. Um, quite embarrassing, but I used to wet myself a lot. And I, I think it was just like my body being like, no, you're not okay, even, think, even though you think you are. Um, I, yeah, I just, I still got on with, um, with my abuser. I just tried my best to get on with things. Um, and I'm proud, like I've, I've got a long way. Managed to go to uni, I even did my masters, um, got myself a job and I thought I was carrying on okay. But the way it was affecting me was that I couldn't build proper relationships with people. Sometimes I'd, I'd be okay at like the initial conversations, sometimes even those would petrify me, but eventually it would always get to a point where I was just sabotaging things for myself and I had no idea why. If you could talk to yourself in the past, what's the one thing you would advise small Jess? I guess I would encourage a younger version of me to, to speak up um, and I, I think the last couple of months I've had to just come to terms with the fact that I didn't speak up and there were reasons for that 
As a child, you don't really understand everything that happens to you. And unfortunately, that was one of the things that I just didn't understand. I didn't understand what was happening or the fact that it would have been okay for me to, to tell somebody. Um, and even if at that point I wasn't able to speak up, I wish I had done so sooner. Um, the longer that you kind of leave something just like festering inside you, the harder the work gets to heal from it. And I think that's what I'm facing at the moment. Um, I've, I've lost so many friendships because people just don't understand why I'm so sensitive. Um, I think relationship-wise, I've just put myself in situations where I'm like exposed to people who are just toxic and potentially going to hurt me even more. So I think the sooner people can speak up and get help, um, counselling, there's so many different things out there. I've, I've tried things like CBT, hypnotherapy, um, person-centred counselling, lots of different things and it's just about finding something that works for you. But as soon as you sit down with somebody and tell them your truth, what's really going on in your mind, it just empowers you. I mean, that, that, that's why that's why I'm very glad that you've been able to have this conversation now with me today and for people to listen to. Um, because as much as it's very, very difficult, someone out there is going to listen to that and say, you know what, I am feeling this way, I have this experience, I don't know what to do. We spoke about this a bit before, but I put a post saying, you know, I have a friend that's struggling for someone else. Um, they're struggling with their situation. Does anyone have any advice? And there was just countless posts, and even on Instagram, there were so many people just saying, you know, this is what I do, this is what I do. And I was like, wait, I didn't even know you were experiencing that. You know, and I guess it's a relief to help someone. And I think maybe as much as of a horrible experience it's been, that situation can help you help somebody else because you're out of that. And maybe when you share that with someone, they can say, you know what, I felt that way, but I'm not there anymore. So having said that, today, what's the one thing you would tell me about who you are? Because that was your past. You're coping with it the way you are. Um, and obviously you're going to continue to work on that big question that's, that's a difficult question and to be quite honest I think one of the reasons it's so difficult is because of how much it is affecting me day to day and I think maybe that's something that people need to know I've had comments from people who are quite close to me um, who, because I, I don't really share it that widely um, so some of the people that I have spoken to about my past have said things like well it happened a long time ago and had that expectation that I should be able to now move on and I, I truly hope that I can move on someday but I'm just not quite there yet. But you're working towards it, you're, yeah. you're moving forward so that's always positive. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm in a stronger position now than I ever have been and I think part of that is because I'm finally talking about it I'm not in denial anymore um, and I'm I'm speaking up not just because that makes me feel empowered but because I strongly care 
about other people who are in my situation or who have been in my situation. But one thing I will say is now I know you for about, what, seven or eight years? So the growth I've seen from you from the first time I met you to today, to have this conversation, to be able to speak out about this thing, is amazing. I remember you were still the same person as in you were still positive and everything, um, but very shy and very reserved. And I think I've just seen so much growth in you. Just it's inspiring, honestly, to see somebody being able to change themselves for the, the better despite their experiences. So I know you didn't really say one thing that that, that is <laughs> that you would tell me today, but what I can say is you have grown a lot. Growth is, is something that you're still going to continue doing and everyone does, um, but there's been a lot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's nice because I think growth is really hard to see in yourself because you're constantly moving and if you're someone like me you're just like once you achieve one thing you're like okay that challenge is done let me move to the next one and we don't really often slow down enough to look at what we have achieved so I think it's really important that you do get outside perspectives on it sometimes and I guess I, I'm fortunate because I have people like you around me who will do that and just say stop look at where you've come but I think sometimes we can do that for ourselves too. One thing that I'm starting to do at home, well, I've been working on it for a while, I've got a wall where I just put post-it notes of things that I've achieved. Uh, it's in my bedroom so I can look at it every morning and just start my day on a positive note. I've also started to create like a meditation space, so just a room where I don't use my phone because Social media is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but you will find this on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be on Instagram to see it, but, but yeah. Well, that's, that's really good. How, uh, what is the space like, just without your phone, without? Yeah, so it's got um, like a tree, a little palm tree, uh, loads of cushions, loads of books, um, like some self-help books, but also just some, just some like, easygoing books to read. Um, lots of art stuff, so I've got some paints in there, um, oil pastels, that kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. I need to use that space. Yeah, come on over <laughs> whenever you like. One thing you said is you, I guess the thing that you are doing today is being proud of your achievements now and also working on bettering yourself. So I guess if, if people don't know that because they don't see that every day, they'll learn something new that Jess is a work in progress and she's working on it. <laughs> what do you think you're doing today that that is, is different to the past that you may continue in the future? Something that has been quite a big change for me is actually putting myself first. I find it incredibly difficult. Um, it's just not something that comes naturally to me at all. I'm such a people pleaser. If I think doing something will make somebody else happy, I tend to just do it, regardless of whether it's something I have to give. Um, for example, I remember at work speaking to somebody about a project that we were working on together, and I basically offered to do the, the work for them because they didn't have the time to do it. But neither did I. <laughs> and I just, I looked back and I was like, shit, why did I say that? Um, but it was just, at that moment, it was just a typical me thing to do. Um, 
I'm trying real hard to stop doing that. I took quite a bit of time off work this year. Again, that was really hard to do because it was like me saying, I come first, my health is my priority right now. And I just did that for my mental well-being. And I really hope, I want people to know that you can do that. If you're desperately at that place where you're like, there is no future for me, I can keep trying to do things to please other people, but it's gonna to get to the point where I'm just gonna end up probably taking my own life or um, my health is just gonna go down the drain to the point where something seriously bad's gonna happen. You can take the time out, you can look after yourself. That's a good point, taking the time out, and that, that's something you are doing today, working on you. Um, how do you think the impact of uh, taking time off work, but also doing all this meditation and working on, on, on different methods to help you, how has that helped you? And how, how has that improved, or maybe not improved, the way you look at things today? I think, I'd like to think it has helped. Um, it's really difficult because it's like one day I will feel so positive and people look at me and they're like, oh, you look like you're in a really good place. And they won't know that the, the night before I've been on the phone to the Samaritans until one in the morning. Um, or two days before I might have had a panic attack and been trying to hit myself or bite my own arm. So it's, it's hard because I see all of that and I know you're looking at me thinking but you look like you're doing great and it may be difficult for someone to get but it's understandable when you go through something so traumatic it is difficult you know even to the basic level of everyone's everyday stresses not to compare the you know how extreme this is and how somebody just going through like a a breakup is, is, is not the same thing um, but I think we, we can understand that you know what even me I've not had the same experiences but one day I can wake up feeling great about I might have a good day and one day I have a bad day so I think maybe one thing you should take from it is yes it's it's at the two extremes you can feel really happy one day and really low the next but that's normal you have your ups and downs so I don't think that's strange um, I'm glad that you are reaching out when you're having a bad day because I think that's the main thing that we need to work on. It's not that I'm having a bad, is it's gonna happen? I had a bad morning today, you know? <laughs> you know, I had like, yeah. But <laughs> no, 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 nothing, nothing that serious, but you know, I was a little bit late to replying to you. My phone was gonna die. It, I know, but it, it's, it's the overthinking. Yeah. It's the overthinking, getting in my head thinking, oh, I've just, I've asked someone to come down and, and now I've not replied. Like that might come across rude. Like I'm, I'm you know, they're, they're coming for me and I'm the one not responding. And you know, like, it's just getting in your own head but like it's you, you have bad days you have good days but like I said to reach out at that point that is the main thing and I think well done for doing it um, it's difficult I know but please keep keep reaching out you can reach out to loads of people what were the things that helped you I think when you reached a low point what are the things that do help you I think exactly that actually talking to people that was completely new to me I think talking to people um, it definitely 
helps and we we had this conversation earlier where you were saying it's difficult sometimes you feel like you might not have the right thing to say um but i think generally unless you're talking to someone who is quite toxic they're generally supportive in some way and sometimes you just need that company of being around somebody like even today just us hanging out it's been great like you know just enjoying the sunshine um watching dances in a tunnel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are the chances of someone that? creating new graffiti <laughs> <laughs> it was good and um, like we got talking to yeah. but one person but you know <laughs> It more was than, interesting. More than my daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were like, what? When I went over and started speaking to I was like, please don't. I'm uncomfortable meeting someone new. <laughs> and then we're just like, do you have Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's good to talk. I think conversations always work for people. So yeah, that's good. That's something yeah. you are working on today. Yeah. And I think the more kind of positive people that you're around, like, when I'm hearing you telling me that I'm, I'm growing and that kind of thing, it's just making me stop and think, well, actually, I find it so easy to talk about the things that are quite difficult for me at the moment. But really, I'm, I'm in a really good place because I'm starting to learn what, what my triggers are, I guess. Um, and it's not like I can often actually avoid those things, but at least I know how to bounce back a bit quicker when I do have a panic attack or if I just have a day where I think I can't get through this. I know who to talk to. Um, sometimes it's literally just about slowing down, like things like dancing, where I'm not talking to anyone, I'm just in my own space. Don't give a shit who's watching that just feels so good for me yeah no I, I was just gonna say that I think we we we've spoken about this before about being self-critical and you don't see your own progress so I think it's always good to have a conversation even you know what when you're when you're on Facebook if you're going to use social media I think I don't think it's I do think there is a, so many more downsides to, to upsides but even if you put a post saying I'm feeling like shit can I talk to somebody I can guarantee there will be someone who's willing to talk to you. Um, I think we think that people are inherently evil and uh, there are a lot of evil fuckers out there. But I think there are a lot, there's a, there's a lot more positivity, but we just don't find it. We don't search for it because we're so absorbed by our, our, our own situation. So I think if you're ever feeling shit, I'm, I'm here to talk to you. But also if you reach out to people, there are loads of people out there to talk to. Um, and there's loads of people that can share similar things, loads of people that give you advice in that way. So we are, we're so critical about everything we do. I'm going to be so critical on this podcast, <laughs> just, you know, listening back, I'm going to be like, oh, I sound like an idiot. Or I'll send you the pictures and you might think they're amazing, but I'm just going to be like, mm, no, or, or the other way. Me. You're not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> or my, it'll be my photography work that, that makes it bad anyway. <laughs> but it's just we are we are so negative about ourselves so that's why i think people think communication you should communicate if you're ever and they think it's a cheesy line that people people use all the time but the the benefit that has is actually seeing a different perspective that's all it is we never spoke about this kind of thing and as a guy as well it's it's just uh, well not really i I don't think that makes a difference but as a guy we we're not we don't hear that from women because 
men are trash i'm sorry but you know like we are you know you sometimes connect a situation with a group of people and it's difficult to then go and talk to somebody like that because then you start you know thinking oh this is a no-go zone they might ridicule me they might you know not think it's a serious thing so i'm very grateful for for you to share that with me um and i think actually sharing it with people who are different to you is really important because i guess a couple of years ago i i wouldn't have thought that i would have shared this with you because you're a male but i think once you do that you realize like the reaction that I got from you it was just truly supportive and it just makes you realize well actually not all men are the same and I think it's really important that we reach out to people who are different to us because we can learn so much from people it's our differences that really can bring us together thinking about what you said about like us being self-critical and I think a big part of healing or anyone looking after like their mental well-being yeah I think a big part of like looking after yourself is really when you just accept that everyone has flaws I think you and me both try to be as perfect as we can be on the outside I mean we've even got matching hair at the moment we We look good (laughs) um yeah I just feel like I think a lot of me actually talking about my situation is the fact that I now have the confidence to do that and I think that's just coming from accepting like this is me this is who I am there's there's so much that comes with it like when I was talking about feeling unworthy before I feel like I need to like cover my body and that or I used to feel like I had to cover my body I feel like I have to be as modest as possible all these like Asian ideas that we have of what a woman should be like success is only if you marry a wealthy man with a good job fuck that (laughs) that is not the life I want the life I want is where I feel fulfilled Um, I don't care you know if man I end up marrying has a good job I just want to be happy within myself and I want to accept who I really am Today felt so good when we were out there taking those pictures because in that moment I didn't really give a shit who was around and that felt really nice. Um, I was just trying to dance, not as good as that woman, but you know. (laughs) You did, you you know, second place. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, I'll take it. (laughs) You're the second best dancer. (laughs) I was, there was only two of us, (laughs) what do you mean? Yeah, fuck this. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Okay, so moving on to the future. I know this is a very difficult thing to sort of pinpoint. Everyone has lots of aspirations and goals and it's kind of vague because you don't know what's going to happen in your future. But yeah, tell me one thing um, that you wish would happen for you in the future or one thing uh, you hope would change. It's interesting because I've actually thought about my future quite a lot. Um, and you wouldn't believe that because I've, I've messaged you so many times be like, I don't want to carry on anymore like I just want everything to be over Um, but when I'm not feeling like that I do think about the future but there's actually quite a lot that I want for my future I think 
I just really want my future to be different from my past. I don't want it to be about struggles. I want it to be about strength. Um, I've got loads of ideas of things that I want to do. I think one thing is just speaking up more about my experience. In the Asian community that doesn't happen a lot. In fact it's been one of the hardest things to do even just to tell my family. But once you do that you realise this isn't something that people can use to hurt you with. Um, you stop protecting yourself and you think well actually I can like put my stamp on things here, I can make a difference. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I want to do, I really want to make a difference. I want people to know that you can go through something like this and it can make you a better person. It can make you so creative, all that energy that you have, all those days when you don't even have any energy. You can achieve so much. I love dancing, I love drawing and for me I don't think I'd be that person if I didn't have this uncomfortable pain that was just sat inside me and sometimes it turns into anger and sometimes it means that I'll actually stand up for myself. Um, again in the Asian community I feel like lots of people have really strong views about <laughs> bloody play. <Can> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's getting louder again. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I see a bird. I'm sure that's not it. It's a loud bird. Um, I don't think necessarily it's just the Asian community. I think there's a lot of pockets of society. Anything to do with your mental well-being is just brushed under the carpet. We just don't want to talk about it. We don't want to improve on it. If you, Are you walking? You're talking? Then you're good. You get over it, move on. And I think that's really hard because until you go through something like that, you don't understand it. But the funny thing is everyone goes through something. So everyone knows the feeling of isolation. Everyone knows the feeling of not being able to speak out. Everyone knows that um, living to expectations. And I think it's great that you've you are moving forward in, in saying, you know what, one day, God forbid, if you have a cousin or a family relative who's going through the same situation, say, you know what, I've been there, this is what you can do, this is how we move forward, rather than them suffering on their own. Um, I was just going to touch upon the fact that you said you want to inspire other people, and I think you already do that. Um, and you're working towards that because I've seen it with your page on Instagram. I know you've t you're taking a social media cleanse at the minute, but I do. I would encourage um, the page. Would you like me to share it? At Jess underscore Healing. Yeah. Um, and first of all, that's just a way for you to see your own progress. I think that there should never be any expectations of people to gain anything from it because, to be honest, it's just working on you. But I think in the process you will see other people being inspired by it. How has it been doing that? Because it must feel a bit like exposing yourself in some way. And I guess even this interview as well feels just a bit like you're putting it out there. Um, how does that feel? It feels so exposing. <laughs> like, I can't even describe how nervous it makes me. 
uh, well, less nervous now, but I remember the first time I recorded a video that I wanted to post on Instagram. And I had to retake that thing so many times because I was just so nervous. Like you could hear it in my voice, yeah. you could see it in my face. But it is nerve wracking. I think the thing that I've learned from doing it is actually sometimes we wonder why we feel isolated and why we don't connect with people that easily. But often we're just not vulnerable with other people. And that's what helps us connect with people. You recorded the video. Yeah. Um, it, it, you were nervous about it. Yeah, um, so nervous. But yeah, will, will you be continuing? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I feel like even over the last couple of weeks, because I haven't had this Instagram page very long, um, I feel like it's making such a difference in terms of me being able to put my guard down and actually people around me knowing this is me, this is the real me. Um, for me, the thought of being vulnerable, I know you might not see it as that, but for me it is being vulnerable. Um, and it just reminds me of being young um, and taken advantage of. So it's difficult, but then once I'd done that and I'd seen people's reactions, the support that I've received, and knowing that as much as there is bad in the world, there are so many people who are willing to, to stand by your side. Um, you know, the posts that you posted on Facebook and Instagram, like the number of people who got involved when, when you're just honest with people and say, this is what I'm going through. I think we live in a visual world. We don't do much talking anymore. We listen with our eyes. We talk with our eyes everything is picture perfect and the purpose of this podcast was just to get to know someone strip all the photos strip away all the all the layers we all hold and just actually have that conversation and and i feel like i i know you better people will know you better people who think the same way that i did that you know what she's a positive girl which you still are but there's things beyond that there's things more to see um do want to say thank you for sharing thank you <laughs> If you've been affected by any of the issues and themes raised in this podcast, the following organisations may be able to help provide help and advice. The National Organisation offering support and counselling for those affected by rape and sexual abuse, rape crisis, can be contacted on 0808 or visit rapecrisis.org.uk. You can also contact Victim Support Line on 0808 1689111. And finally, for any emotional support, please contact Samaritans on 116123, who are available 24 hours a day. Please don't suffer in silence.